Work is no longer just about productivity and metrics. It's about people. And when we focus on positivity, communication, belonging, and development, the numbers take care of themselves. This is Work Human Radio, where we talk to authors, researchers, and business leaders about the latest trends making work more human around the world. Here's your host, Mike Wood. So welcome back to another Work Human Radio. I'm your host, Mike Wood. Very happy to talk to you today and very happy to be joined by Ann Fulton of Fuel50. Ann, how are you? Great, and it's really good to be on the call with you, Mike. So Ann, if you could tell people a little bit about yourself and Fuel50, that would be great just to kind of level set. Sure, amazing. So Fuel50 basically set the scene with career pathing a few years ago, and now we're delivering a full talent marketplace. And I'm a founder. We wrote the book on career agility with my co-founder a few years ago, and little did we know how much agility would be needed in today's world. (laughs) (laughs) So so beyond even our expectations and predictions for three or four years ago, but we know that agility is more important than ever. And Fuel50 is really passionate about creating futures for employees and also the future workforce. So those are kind of dual passions for us and delivering that through career path transparency and growth opportunities for employees and doing that with 60 of some of the world's leading organizations across the globe and a team of 65 passionate fuelies <laughs> helping on yeah. that journey. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about how Fuel50 got started. I mean, it's women-owned, women-run. Tell me about it. Yeah, we think that's kind of irrelevant, really. But <laughs> <laughs> But I guess women can do anything. And I think we believe in and actually part of the Fuel 50 passion is that we believe everyone has potential, right? And anyone can do anything. So that's part of the Fuel 50 mission, which is to connect people to their full potential. So Mike, if I was to say to you, what could you do with your life? What could you do with your career? If you could be anything in this world, what would it be? And that's kind of the Fuel 50 proposition is to help people answer that question and find answers to some really big questions in terms of how they use their skills and capabilities. So kind of does fit with the girls can do anything mantra as well. (laughs) We hear like people talk about later on in the careers that like, wow, I've done a lot of different things through my career that have like an underlying skill that you have earned over the way. Like I started in public relations, now I'm in marketing. And so you end up jumping around. What I like about your company is that you provide these different pathways for people and you identify, okay, you're really good at this. Here's where you can go. Instead of feeling that you're pigeonholed in that one career that you started out with. Yeah, absolutely. But I guess you're kind of touching on it, which skills are the new career currency, right? So we start with those skills and capabilities and say, what does that match to? So not that surprising to think PR, marketing, there's some transportable skills there. But we believe everyone's got transportable skills. But if we can just think about how they may be applied, but also to give you a really beautiful gap analysis on what else might you need to learn or add to those skills to create that future that could be a possibility for you. And especially now, because I'm sure across the globe, hiring has stalled and companies are now looking within to find their next talent move. So can you tell me a little bit about like how the business has changed since COVID happened? Yeah, I mean, I think nothing's what it was, right? (laughs) (laughs) Six months ago, right? uh, The talent dynamics have changed so radically. So six months ago, we had 3% unemployment. And now six months later, 13%. 
radically changed labor dynamics in the marketplace. And so all of a sudden, we had a skills shortage. Not sure that that's changed completely, but now we've got an abundant talent supply as there's a lot of people out there. But it's really important, I think, that organizations take a new attitude to their talent pools, right? You know, that if you're having to put somebody on furlough or redeployment or retrench them, we want to do that really humanely and ethically and make sure that people are not left out in the lurch. And so reskilling for the future is important, no matter what part of the labor supply chain people are. So the other thing that we've seen is that organizations are not what they were. So six months ago, we might have all been doing one thing, but now not one of us is doing exactly what we were six months ago. Every single one of us is a gig worker or a remote worker. So nothing is what it was. And there's been huge tranches of people redeployed or repurposed or retrenched or on furlough. So organization structure that it was six months ago is radically different. And so what we're hearing from some of our client organizations, which is three years ago, we might have been thinking about succession management, right? And CFO replacement look like now, it's all about rapid redeployment. And I need somebody urgently to replace somebody that's branch manager, frontline person that's Mm -hmm. perhaps out with COVID or a whole branch goes down. How are we rapidly redeploying our workforce to map to urgent demands? And one of our best use cases is a biotech company, which is the first one to come up with a COVID-19 test. And we've been working with them for the last couple of years. But in the last six months alone, they did something like 374,000 reskilling actions. So that organization was getting ready. And they were using our fuel gigs so that they were able to kind of pivot people to urgent business demands. And in this case, create amazing good with the first COVID-19 test, which I'm sure I just bought one online today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's very strange that all of a sudden every company in the world is, okay, stop what you're doing and let's try to figure this one problem out first. And I know that just like internally, we have a big event team. We have a big field marketing team. You can't go outside anymore. So now you got to reskill all those people. And they have skills and they're a part of our work human family. How can we use those skills to bring that more of an internal event focus or internal field marketing, the basic principles of it without being at a certain place, having a glass of wine with people? Exactly. I mean, we've all had to bring in kind of innovation into the way that we're working. Every single one of us has got a used to (laughs) Zoom calls. and (laughs) I have. One kid screaming and the other one like poking me, daddy, 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 <laughs> and just trying to navigate all that. The nine, basically, the biggest thing I've found is I hope that the nine to five comes back, that this whole notion of everybody has an hour before nine o'clock because that's where they're traveling to work or that's where they're dropping kids off. Mm-hmm. And same on the other end. Now it's everybody knows you're home. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows you can work. So the whole thing is fascinating, but I love that. Your company thrives on people pivoting and being adaptable. I think that's great. You recently put out some research on like some of the skills that are trending during the pandemic. Do you want to talk about that at all? Yeah, no, we've seen some radical shifts actually. And some of it's not the least bit surprising. So remote workforce management is trending. Supply chain re-engineering is trending. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And transformation and workplace coaching. All of these things are starting to trend as being in demand. Um, Not surprisingly, we're also seeing cultural competence trending. And I think that's come from the 
Floyd George kind of imperative that we really all have to be more inclusive and humane around the way that we're treating people. And I think that that comes into the employment equation as much as anywhere else across the globe. So we're seeing some radical shift, I think, in some of the capabilities that are in demand today that were not so in demand six months ago. And I think it's all going to trend towards the better. Very rarely do you have a time where everybody gets to go home and focus on how can they do something better? How can we make HR better? How can we make workplaces better? Different things that have been a problem for a long time. Well, let's now's the time to change it. Where do you see HR going after this? <laughs> I think into this new decade, we're already starting to see some of these new roles emerging. So one of the ones not that surprisingly, but future of work leader, right? So somebody that's going to take responsibility for the future workplace. That's been one of the roles that we've seen. Remote workforce manager. So people that are Mm -hmm. facilitating everyone to work from home. And then work from home productivity coaches. (laughs) I need (laughs) those. (laughs) There's a whole kind of emerging range of these roles that didn't exist six months ago and that we're already starting to see them emerge today. So yeah, how to keep people connected while they're remote. Exactly. We've seen that a lot in our product. We've seen recognition has actually gone through the roof during this time. Anecdotally, uh, as a person, when this all started, the Boston area was hit very badly. And so you're sitting at home, you're worried about your parents, you're worried about friends, family, You don't know what's going on. You're worried about your job. You're worried about your kids. So you try to do everything. You try to work and try to take care of your kids, but you feel like you're failing at everything. And then you get a note that says, no, you're doing great. You're doing great at work. We understand. And it just takes one of the bricks off your back (laughs) that's holding you down. Exactly. I mean, if we were to combine our research, you would probably see that we've seen just like the terms have completely changed in our recognition awards across companies during the crisis, the different skills that are being highlighted. So it's very interesting. And I know that there's a story there somewhere and I've been kind of talking to my team to try and figure it out, but it's strange that in the pandemic, one of the first things that the companies that we work with went to was more recognition. That's like the basic mental health, the basic feeling of like you're doing an okay job for your employees, that rose to the top. Absolutely. I think we've seen there's been a cry for empathy, right? And what we're calling almost the human quotient. So it's not EQ, it's not IQ, but it's actually is somebody caring about the human at the other end of that call and needing to be more humane around the way that we're engaging. And I agree, recognition and appreciation are absolutely critical because, I mean, what we don't know is what um, challenges people are facing at home, right? Somebody might be completely social isolating on their own, whereas, you know, other people might be like you with, you know, young ones. <laughs> oh, I, I envy those <laughs> people being alone. <laughs> when this first started, I'm like, just give me the two-week isolation. Can I have that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we probably need to trade places every now and then, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I love my kids, but they're around all the time. And I feel like I'm in a sitcom where I live in two rooms and there's kids everywhere and someone's breaking something or someone's crying and it's very very interesting time but i've also looked back at a few different family things that we've done over the past couple of months and i'm like oh that was a really cool memory yeah exactly so we've had to be more innovative in the way that we respond to all sorts of challenges and you know that <laughs> you know putting up tents in the backyard Yep. Shaving daddy's head in March because he knew oh, that he no. couldn't get a haircut for a couple of months. 
uh-huh. it came back luckily uh-huh. but, uh, it's been a crazy time but i'm glad that companies are caring that they're allowing their employees to grow i think some of these zoom calls have something to do with that in terms of empathy because i can see that the executives at my company have families they have different things in their lives that they care about or different struggles and we're all a little bit more open about that i think so, so. it's been way it's, more it's I'm really hopeful around the decade ahead for talent because I think it's going to be less process-oriented and less about automation and more about humanizing. We were talking about this pre-COVID, but now I think it's absolutely accelerated the trend. So more human, more people, more employee-centric, more humane. And I think technology can support that, you know, surprisingly. Who would have thought that these connections would have grown in a time of social isolation? across the globe so it's been powerful what has been achieved and i think there's a lot more that we can do into this next decade (laughs) i look forward to seeing you again in person and seeing anyone in person (laughs) Um, and so i think there's going to be such an outpouring of empathy and just an outpouring of love and friendship when this is all over and people will less take things for granted so if people want to find out more about fuel 50 and you where should they go? Yeah, I think probably the easiest way is fuel50.com and find that little piece of research that we just put out. And we'd like to do a fair bit of engagement as all of us do on LinkedIn and Twitter and Fulton on LinkedIn. I should pop up there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again for talking and joining so us. Yeah, absolute pleasure. I can't wait to, as you say, meet you over a glass of wine as we were doing this time last year. <laughs> Who would have thought? For 20 years, Human has helped leading brands build cultures of gratitude and human connection. Their solutions work in the best of times, the worst of times, and all the time. Let them work for you in turning isolation into recognition, connection, and celebration. Get up and running in minutes at workhuman.com.